The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. The pandemic, social unrest, the state house, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Good afternoon, one and all. It is John DePietro on this snowy Monday, and the snow is uh, starting to come down in more intensity. Today is Monday. It is right now, 107 in the afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM, wherever you can hear my voice. Maybe you're out on the roads and trying to find some information. Well, you have stumbled. My condolences, you have found my show. <laughs> no, you, uh, it is, uh, well, it's very simple. We've spoken with state police. We have spoken with DOT. And the word is that they would like it. If really over the next two hours, if you could get to where you're going to go, uh, that would make sense. Now, it's it's a heavy snow because it's not that cold out. Now, the windshield, uh, wind, windshield, no, the windshield. I see right now that it feels like it's 21 degrees outside, but the temperature is is actually above freezing at 34. So now tonight, it's going to be mixing with rain. So it's going to be rough on the roads. And then it's still going to be coming down tomorrow and tomorrow morning. It's a very long storm, folks, where uh, tomorrow, well into the afternoon, it's still going to be going. So winter storm warning, depending how much snow we're going to get, we don't know. But it's pretty extensive. So wherever you are right now, now everywhere north of Providence is going to get more snow. And up towards the Worcester area, you could maybe even get two feet. Certainly a foot of snow is um, possible. Providence and north. So if you're in Bellingham, Winsocket, Cumberland, Smithfield, North Smithfield, everywhere else, it could get a foot of snow. Could be a little less. Turns more to rain. But either way, um, in speaking with state police and DOT, ideally over the next two hours, you want to get off, you know, go wherever you're going and settle in there. And then tonight, you don't want to be on the road because it is certainly going to pick up. I'll play a Channel 12 forecast of this uh, coming up uh, shortly. But um, but it is uh, a winter storm warning. And we do have a message, by the way. How, how about this, folks? Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. She is not holding. Oh, look at this. Wow. Clay Pell got married again. Wow. Here we go. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. He and he married a woman again. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting, to say the least. Very interesting. Uh, sharing the happy news, Yoon Kim and I are married, friends in high school, and now husband and wife, Clay Pal. <laughs> now, she also, her name is Yona Kim. He first was married to Michelle Kwan. And now he's married to Yana Kim. So Clay Pell, he is moving on, certainly moving on from um, his first Michelle Kwan. All right. But Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, now she's not having a press conference, but she's releasing messages. This is becoming a little bit like um, uh, Wizard of Oz. All right. So here is, let's hear, here, this is Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. Um, yeah. She's outside her home. Good morning. The snow is starting to fall, and it's going to get bad later today. The snow is going to get heavier as the day goes on. So I'm asking you, if you're able to stay home today, please do so. Oh. Now, if you've already gone into work, consider leaving early if you can. The roads are going to be dangerous late in the afternoon and the evening. And it'll be a very difficult, potentially dangerous commute. So maybe go home at lunchtime, maybe go home early in the afternoon. I'm asking employers, please let your folks leave early today. Let them get out of the office or out of the factory before the snow starts coming. I want everyone to know we're prepared for the storm. I'm in constant contact with the EMA. We've stood up our command center. The state police are ready to go. 
Americans are already out there. We're also in touch with National Grid. We expect there may be some power outages, but we're prepared for every scenario. Right now, we have about 500 plows out on the roads or ready to go all throughout the night. We've set aside 60,000 tons of salt, and a tractor-trailer ban went into effect at 5 o'clock this morning. If you do lose power, National Grid assures us they're ready. You can call 800-465-1212. Take some precautions now. Um, get the flashlights ready. Make sure your cell phones are charged. First responders and medical personnel who are going to work throughout the storm, all state employees and, and folks on the roads working for us. I want to thank you. And I would ask everyone in Rhode Island, stay up to date. Uh, check out my social media pages throughout the day, as well as the social media pages of state agencies. So it's a winter storm. It's coming. It's going to be bad. Try to stay home or get home before the snow starts. Check in on your loved ones. Stay inside and stay safe and know we're ready for whatever Mother Nature sends our way. All right. So, folks, there we go. There is Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. Oh, just a short time ago, uh, giving out a message to everyone in the state of Rhode Island. As I was saying, to me, this it's almost like a communist country. That, or I don't know what to make of it. That we just get suddenly these messages from her. And especially that one. And then you also have, um, I was just thinking like Wizard of Oz a little bit, right? Like they never really see the leader. They just get the the messages. Now, good afternoon, everyone, on this snowy Monday is Shonda Petro. Let me play a little bit, though. Uh, we might as well get a updated forecast. I know we just had it at the top of the hour, but I also want to hear it as well. And, um, yep, heavy snow this afternoon. I'll play uh, Pete Manjone. We'll play a little bit of that from Channel 12. And then I want to play you. Uh, don't go anywhere. Right now at one thirteen, I do want to play for you the sound of uh, what NBC found when they went to Wyoming. It's really good sound, especially if you're a Trump supporter. All right, let's hear it. Manjoni tracking a powerful nor'easter moving into southern New England. Light to moderate snow continues this morning. It will become heavier and steadier this afternoon and this evening. Snowfall rates over one, maybe two inches per hour are possible. Obviously, dangerous travel when this is happening. Then that rain sleet line tries to advance towards the south coast. So I think New Bedford, you start to change over to rain and sleet later on this afternoon. That's why your accumulations are slightly lower. But I think we keep on snowing from Providence and points north, and that's why our accumulations will be higher up in that area. We do taper things off to some rain showers overnight through Tuesday morning as the worst of the storm is gone. So here's what we're thinking. 8 to 15 inches possible northwest of 295 for areas like Woonsocket, Cumberland, Providence, Warwick here at around 8 to 12 inches and 5 to 8 potentially for New Bedford. We'll be posting updates throughout the morning. All right, so folks, that is the latest. Now, I also want to, um, before I play the sound, I'm seeing right now, Kathy Gregg has a good story. And again, folks, good afternoon. Right now at 114, it's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Kathy Gregg has, by the end of this week, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee may see his seven-member staff swell to more than 50. That includes 40-plus employees on the governor's $4 million office payroll. Uh, for example, McKee, who's queued up to take over as governor, has his own chief of staff. So does Raimondo. McKee's chief of staff is former Cumberland Police Chief Anthony Silva, who previously headed the Rhode Island Division of Motor Vehicles. Silva's annual salary right now is one forty-eight. Raimondo's chief of staff, David Ortiz, former, I remember when he was um, working for Providence Mayor Angel Tavares. He... Um, he moved in. His annual salary is one hundred ninety-three thousand. Now she doesn't need. He, Governor McKee doesn't need two chiefs of staff. Silva's making one forty-eight. Ortiz one ninety-three. Ortiz has gone from being one of the best explainers of Ramundo's big picture thinking to a backroom player in the silent Ramundo regime. Ramundo has communication director Josh Block. He makes one thirty-nine a year. Press secretary Audrey Lucas. Makes 90 and a team of people around them. McKee has his own communication person, Andrea Pelagi, at 66 a year. McKee does not need two chiefs of staff or two, two communication directors. So the wing or reassignments could begin shortly after steps in. 
Ramundo's staff roster shows 40 job titles, including her own, um, pays one forty-five a year than several of her staffers make. Let's see. Those making six-figure six salaries working for the governor. Paul Gemma, legal office administrator, makes one hundred six. Neil Abernathy, policy director, one twenty-nine. Kim Ahern, deputy counsel, one thirty-nine. Josh Block, one thirty-nine. Eileen uh, Chang, deputy legal counsel, one thirty-nine. Brenna McCabe, one forty-nine. Now Steve Cavanaugh, director of legislative intergovernment affairs. Makes 51000 Now, he's sliding over to now work with Joe Sakachi, so he's safe. Daisha Reed, Deputy Chief of Staff, makes one fifty nine. Claire Richard, Executive Counsel, one sixty four. Michael Prescott, Senior Advisor, one sixty four. Danielle Cerny, Chief Performance Officer, one sixty nine. Nicole Verdi, Deputy Chief of Staff, makes one sixty nine. Kevin Gallagher, Deputy Chief of Staff, makes one eighty. And Ortiz makes one ninety three. So, um, and then you have some people whose actual title they work in different places. But anyhow, while the change of the guard could happen by the end of the week, McKee spokesman Mike Trainer told the lieutenant governor has not made up any staffing decisions. So, so there's that. Then we also had the interesting story about the guy that detectives are saying, state police are saying this guy faked his own death. I'm going to talk about that as well. But I want to play for you. And right now at 118, if you're a Trump supporter, anyone really, I don't know why, I, need, well, I don't need to clarify it like that. But my point is, I want to play for you. This is very important sound. And this all goes to the heart of what I have also been preaching, that I think Washington is out of touch with really what's going on in the Republican Party. Before I do that, I want to once again remind you. Now, there could be a number of accidents this afternoon. If you find yourself in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. If over the next 24 to 48 hours, if your vehicle is damaged, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Maybe you're listening right now and you were just in an accident. Call West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Who else do I want to mention? Now, if you're having a heating problem, wherever you can hear my voice, J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600, J.K.L. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 54 years of, of experience, technical expertise. If something goes wrong with your heating system, for instance, if you don't have heat, it's going to be a problem. Call JKL right now, 401-351-7600. All right, let's go to the sound that I want you to hear. And this is really, uh, I think this is very significant. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Representative Liz Cheney over her vote to be president. So, now, the narrative was that George W. Bush is President, and they're trying to say, you know, she's going to be fine because the Republican Party's moved on from President Trump and they're ready for a change. And instead, I want you to listen. And even the reporter, Tara Palmieri, she's even like shocked at what she's finding. So she's on with Nicole Waller and MSNBC. This is going to be the best thing you're going to hear all week. It really is. And I'll do a little bit of stop and start, but let's hear it. The aforementioned Tara Palmieri, co-author of Politico's playbook, who was in Cheyenne yesterday for the Matt Gates versus Liz, Liz Cheney rally. Donna and John are still yes. with us. Tara, so, listen, I, I, I worked with the Cheneys. I, I would yes. advise folks to never bet against the Cheneys, but this does look mm-hmm. like an animated part of the party there. Definitely. And I think that they see themselves now on a crusade um, for Donald Trump. Donald Trump is way more popular than she is from the people that I spoke to. And I actually went out of my way to try to find someone who would defend her. And I really couldn't. I went and I left the rally. I went and talked to people on the street. Right. I wanted to hear what they had to say. I went to different types of shops, restaurants, everything. I talked to ranchers and literally Trump 
she didn't have that much name recognition considering she's a Cheney. Like, a lot of people just thought she was a senator or a mayor. And they weren't willing to go out in the primary and vote for her. And the problem is that the people who were who said they were going to go out and vote for her were very vehemently against her. And these were the Trump voters based. I mean, I said her name in a hardware store and someone shouted a threat. Like, these people are paying very close attention to her vote. What I heard overwhelmingly from the people that were against her, she did not vote for Wyoming when she voted to impeach, and therefore she has to go. Let's stop the tape right there. Now, what's interesting, I just want to set this up. Liz Cheney was the one leading the charge. You know, it's time to impeach. She voted to impeach President Trump. And the media is trying to say, you know, the Republican Party is willing to move on and blah, blah, blah. So this woman... She goes because there's an anti-Liz Cheney rally with Matt Gates from, from Florida. She even says she had to leave the rally. All right, so everyone here is against her. And again, it all has to do with the Republican primary, not a general election. So this reporter, and by the way, I, I like the fact she's trying to give a balanced part of the story. I, I have to leave the rally because everyone at this rally, and it was a good turnout, they're against her. They're with President Trump. So this woman even says this reporter says, I I had to go to a hardware store and I'm trying to ask people, you know, Liz Cheney, the representative in Congress, she voted to impeach President Trump and she can't find anyone that's defending her. Probably ran unopposed, as a matter of fact, but any and they just voted automatically voted Republican. So it continues. And I want you to listen. And this is so important because I, I love the fact it's so raw. She's there's no spin here that I'm hearing. She is telling you exactly like I want to find who's going to step up and defiz, defend Liz Cheney because everyone that this woman, this reporter's finding, folks, they're all on board with President Trump. All right, let it continue. Did anyone sound to you like they were familiar with the facts of the 2020 election? That even like now Republicans like Chris Krebs have said that there was no fraud, that 92 mm-hmm. judges appointed by Democrats and Republicans. And Stop the tape just for a moment. Now, we don't want to talk to you without your mask. Hold on. Do you notice with that? Notice she says, did you find anyone that knew the facts? See, in their mind, if you're not on board with their narrative, you know what? That's because these people just don't know the facts. That's how they're dismissed. That's why the question's asked in that way. Did you find anyone who's aware of the facts of the see in their mind? Hey, this is decided. Nothing in wrong. Nothing to see here. I, I so dismissive. How about people? They're aware of the facts and they're still supporting President Trump. Is see that doesn't enter into their mind? Anyone that does support the president. That's because they don't know what the facts are. Listen, I know what the facts are, and I still support him. I'd vote for him again. All right, it continues. I talked to ranchers, and literally, Trump, she didn't have that much name recognition, considering she's a Cheney. Like, a lot of people just thought she was a senator or a mayor, and they weren't willing to go out in the primary and vote for her. And the problem is that the people who who said they were going to go out and vote for her were very vehemently against her. And these were the Trump voters based. I mean, I said her name in a hardware store and someone shouted a threat. Like these people are paying very close attention to her vote. What I heard overwhelmingly from the people that were against her, she did not vote for Wyoming when she voted to impeach and therefore she has to go. Did anyone sound to you like they were familiar with the facts of the 2020 election that even like now republicans like chris krebs don't know what they were doing judges appointed by democrats and republicans including trump found a fraud that it wasn't real i literally people wouldn't talk to me with my mask on (laughs) they think covid is the numbers are grossly inflated i had three guys three ranchers in their 70s telling me Take your mask off. We don't want to talk to you without your mask on. Um, I was in rooms with 30 people, no one wearing a mask inside, just me. Um, I talked, they, 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 these, are, these are the main arguments I've heard over and over again. People aren't going to get vaccinated there. This isn't just a minority issue. These people are distrustful of the vaccine. Um, they think that either the um, insurrection was staged, it was Antifa. How about that? They don't watch the news. They don't want to hear about it because it pollutes their thoughts about Trump. 
Um, and, you know, it's just the same talking points that you're hearing from QAnon and Trump supporters and, and their gospel. Like, I couldn't say anything. I was like, do you know anyone who died from COVID? Because I do. Wow. You know, and they just like it, it, you couldn't reason. You know, it was hard. It was really difficult for me because you can't. They're looking at you too. You're a reporter coming in, right, from Washington to get your um, get a feeling of the the pulse. But I truly felt that I couldn't find anyone to really defend Liz Cheney. It doesn't mean that she'll be primaried. The primary is in August 2022, right? Like that's a long time from now. But if the primary were in 2021, I think she'd be in a lot of trouble. And then I also met people from Jackson Hole, like these kind of you know soccer moms driving six hours together with their teenage daughters to come out against Liz Cheney and you know they weren't wearing masks and when I asked them why they weren't wearing masks they said everyone got COVID in Jackson all over Christmas right and that their kids weren't going to be vaccinated I just saw like the mask this mask issue was definitely hanging over it and this kind of belief in the conspiracies and um, you could pretty much you would know right away if you talked to someone about a mask on what they were going to think about Donald Trump and even people that I thought sort of wearing masks, they had to for their jobs. Stop the tape just for a moment. Folks, again, good afternoon. It's 128 on this snowy Monday. It's John DePietro. The snow is coming down rapidly. It's going to continue to intensify what you want to do. Wherever you can hear my voice right now, 128 on this Monday afternoon, February 1st, is over the next 90 minutes, you want to start to venture at the latest, wherever you have to go. If you're planning on working all afternoon and go home tonight, normal time, if you can avoid it, I strongly urge you to reconsider. You have a window of time right now to get to wherever you need to go. Now, to me, we spoke with state police and DOT. They were saying you kind of want to arrive to wherever you're going by 3 o'clock. So in the next hour now, Right now, it's 129. In the next hour, you want to make a decision. Or what is going to be a 10-minute ride or 15-minute ride could become a 45-minute ride. The roads are going to get slick. It's going to come down faster. It's already starting to. And there's going to be a lot more accidents. Just a word to the wise. Now, the reason I'm playing this sound, and I think it is so significant, as I mentioned, this is someone who works for Politico, and she was in Wyoming. And that last line you heard, mothers and daughters driving six hours to go to the rally to rally against Liz Cheney for voting to impeach President Trump. Completely turns the whole thing on its face. But you hear the host try to act as if, well, anyone that was doing that is obviously misinformed. Wrong. Why do you always have to talk down to them? You know, they always do. Folks, the only one that doesn't talk down to them is the president, is the president. And I also want to hear this is going to be really interesting what she says next. This is great sound because it's different, because it's accurate. You don't hear this. Morning Joe doesn't like to talk about this. The the Sunday shows don't like to talk about this. Chuck Todd and NBC News meet the press. He doesn't want doesn't want to talk about it. They don't want they don't want to think that there are still people like me, like you that support the president. No. And in their mind, here's the narrative. Anyone that does is misinformed. You can't still support him. He called for the insurrection. Give me a break. It's a protest that got a little out of control. And why? how come all of our people, all of our people get arrested? Felony charges, all these, what is this? We watched all summer, Black Lives Matter, Antifa destroying all the major cities. And they were let go with misdemeanors. How come our crowd... Are all getting hit with serious charges. This is BS. But this continues. And I want you to listen to what she says about President Trump kind of being out of sight for a little while. They said, you know, Liz Cheney did not represent us. And they have really strong feelings about it. And then the other people, they just have no feelings at all. And those people don't vote in primaries. So she's got to get out there, I think, in her district. um, Because this is a crusade for Trump now. Tara, did you feel safe? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Listen to, can you imagine, did you feel safe? Now, she, I I can't, we can't tell. I'll let you hear the answer. Did you feel safe? 
Now, do you mean about COVID? Do you mean, see, this is the new narrative. Someone goes to speak with some Republican voters that support President Trump. And what are they saying? Do you think it was safe? Do you feel safe? Folks, can you ever imagine? I'll just tell you, it wouldn't happen. It would never happen this entire summer when they were talking to someone that went to a Black Lives Matter protest. Did they ever say to them, do you feel safe on the ground there? Did you feel safe? Never. Never. Remember, because the bulk of the people were, let's all say it together, peaceful protesters. Peaceful protesters. Did you feel safe? Now, she leaves it open-ended. Now, the reporter, this uh, terror um, uh, from Politico, she could have said, Palmieri, she could have said, no relation to the no talent on HJY, who's also on SNE doing that pathetic Doug and Jen show in the morning that is, I don't even think it's ranked top 10. But anyhow, she doesn't say, she could have said, well, what do you mean safe, right? Like, what do you mean? Now, listen to the answer. She doesn't. She doesn't ask, like, how do you mean safe? But that's how it depends on how you interpret it. I think she meant it as, were you afraid of these people? Because, you know, they're violent. Have you seen the guy with the, the, the horns running around taking his picture in the Capitol? I mean, that was an insurrection. But let's hear the answer. Actually, um, not really. Um, I will admit I took my mask off a few times because I felt like I needed to get these people to talk to me. I didn't think, like, if I, I didn't want to come off as some, like, big city reporter brat, you know what I'm saying? Um, I wanted to, like, Mm -hmm. get, like, really get the the word. I really wanted to find out what they thought. And so, yeah, I took off my mask a few times in outside, um, and I talked to people really close. I was in rooms with, you know, 30-plus people size of a hotel room, and um, I don't know, like, check in with me in five days. I don't know. I might have kept COVID for all I know. Um, But... I don't know. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And, you know, Matt Gates, he has antibodies. That's why he was out there with his without his mask on. I asked about this. Like, why is he wearing his mask? He has antibodies. Antibody is the new vaccine, I think, in the Trump crowd because they all got COVID. Um, but it was it was something else. Um, and I, I, I hate that they're so distrustful. Like, I was like, I know people who have died of COVID. One guy told me that he got COVID and he had worse hangovers than COVID. So it's just like, it's just not penetrating out there in the same way. And, you know, it's just so, it's a, it's kind of a, it's a, it feels like a, another world, but that's, that's what, that's what's on the ground. And I don't think we can ignore it. And I'm really happy I went out there and saw it because I think there's a huge disconnect right now between Washington and um, the rest of the country. And- you know, that, that is a really good report and I give her credit for it. Um, you can tell that the moderator, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. I, I like just the way she frames the whole thing. And that there is a real disconnect. But the, the people are then, see, it's then set up that if you are supporting the president, you're also like a COVID denier. They just, they haven't seen the outbreak out there. They're very distrustful of government to begin with. Now, this Tara Palmieri, she was then on another show on MSNBC. And I want to I wanna play that for you because i think this is where she talks about no matter what happens right now wyoming is trump country let's hear that here we go she might find herself in jeopardy when she's up for re-election in 2022 again two years is a long time so we'll see what does it mean for the party's desire to get on the same page with democrats for anything I, I think it's going to be really hard. You've got to have a really moderate constituency to be able to do that. It seems like with Trump not at the forefront, um, not on Twitter, not speaking, he's almost become like this looming martyr, legendary figure. They feel like the person that is leading them has been persecuted and they're warriors in this fight for Trump. Um, it's, it's, I think it may have it may have made him even more popular and people more suspicious and defiant of the establishment Republican Party as it has existed forever. Um, and I can see that these are the people that go out to vote in primary elections. And that's why someone like Liz Cheney should be concerned, even though that primary yeah. is in 2022, because these people feel so passionately. The ones that I had to ask how they feel about Liz Cheney that didn't know who she was, they're not going out to vote in the primary. 
You know, it's the people, it's the, the MAGA people, it's the baby boomers. They're the ones that are pro-Trump, and they're the ones who are going to control the party because they actually go out and vote in primaries. Oh. And, and the question is, what happens in a general election? Tara, please uh, keep doing these reporting trips. You sound a lot like um, what I sounded like in the beginning of the Trump era when I was trying to, to wave my arms oh, yeah. and say, hey, listen, no, he's got a, he's got a following. Um, pay yeah, you were dead guy. on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks okay. so much for joining us. I appreciate it. That is, um, <clears throat> you know, that is such a good piece, um, Katie Turr. And I like the fact that she was saying that that sounds like me in the very beginning. I do remember as the president would be dismissed. There were reporters saying, no, 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 you got to take this guy seriously. I'm telling you, folks, you know what I really like about that is. And again, folks, good afternoon at one thirty seven. On this uh, Monday, it's February 1st, and we are in the middle of a big snowstorm. And I'll leave it right here to AM 1380 and 99.9 FM as the afternoon goes along. Now, remember, I'm encouraging you in the next uh, hour and a half to get wherever you need to be. Because this afternoon, if you get onto the roads between... Four to six, it's going to be very heavily coming down. There are going to be accidents, and it's just going to be tough driving conditions. Hey, folks, I want to remind you about our friend at Ryan's Appliance Repair. If you have an appliance, as we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. And that's a, such a nice, easy uh, way to remember. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Ryan can fix, is your problem with your washing machine? You know what um, appliance always gives people sometimes a hard time? Is their dryer. And they're not easy to fix. Now, we had a problem with our dryer and it needed a new belt. But I don't know how to do that. So I called Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401 710-7096. He can fix the ice maker in your refrigerator. He can fix your stove, your oven, your garbage disposal, uh, refrigerator, freezer, whatever it is. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor. And oh, senior citizens, discounts are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. Now, right now, it is, let me just check the time, folks, on this uh, Monday. It's uh, coming up. It's 1.40 in the afternoon. It's 1.40, 40 40 minutes past the hour of 1 o'clock. And you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online, always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. But... We had on the head of the DOT, Peter Alvidi, a short time ago, and we had the state police, and they're really encouraging people to not be on the roads. Stay off the roads if you can. Let me play again. And uh, all afternoon, Jeff had a great job with the uh, weather update at the top of the hour. Folks, it's it's really um, this this it's really the next 24 hours, to be honest with you. This is not a slow moving storm. It's really the next 24 hours, major storm hits northeast, more than a foot of snow. I mean, that's a lot. That is a lot of snow. But it's really, uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be snowing until tomorrow afternoon at this time. So if you can avoid, let me play again the the latest. I'll play both uh, Channel 10 and Channel 12. And then Governor Raimondo had a message as well that will play that for you. So, but I think um, because of the pandemic and a lot of people working remotely, I think it's a little bit easier. Let's hear. This is uh, Pete Mangione of Channel 12. Here we go. All right, thanks so much, Michelle. Well, with the height of the storm again expected later in the day today, oh. state crews, they are geared up to treat those roadways. And, of course, they'll be out there plowing the snow once it starts to build up out on the roads. Yeah, 12 News reporter Brandon Truitt checking in with the DOT. He joins us. Oh, all right. That's not the one I wanted. I apologize, folks. Hold on. Where are we? Come on, Harry. Here we go. All right. This should be it. Stay connected. Nope. All right. I apologize, folks. All right. Uh, stand by. In nine seconds. Uh, remember, go to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And let's hear, this should be uh, Pete Manjone. Yes. Here we go. I'm 
Meteorologist Pete Mangione tracking a powerful nor'easter moving into southern New England. Light to moderate snow continues this morning. It will become heavier and steadier this afternoon and this evening. Snowfall rates over one, maybe two inches per hour are possible. Obviously dangerous travel when this is happening. Then that rain sleet line tries to advance towards the south coast. So I think New Bedford, you start to change over to rain and sleet later on this afternoon. That's why your accumulations are slightly lower. But I think we keep on snowing from Providence and points north, and that's why our accumulations will be higher up in that area. We do taper things off to some rain showers overnight through Tuesday morning as the worst of the storm is gone. So here's what we're thinking. 8 to 15 inches possible north of west of 295 oh. for areas like Woonsocket, Cumberland, Providence, Warwick here at around 8 to 12 inches, and 5 to 8 potentially for New Bedford. We'll be posting updates throughout the morning. It, it certainly sounds like a foot of snow. It does. Let me also just play, uh, give Channel 10 a, a shot, and then I will play the Governor Armando message. Um, let's see. Should I play Channel 6? I'm not sure who the weather person is. Channel 6. Um, I don't know if we have sound. we have weather? We do not. All right, I'll play the Governor Mundo message then. Let me play the Governor Mundo message. Folks, our governor, now she can't, she's not saying a lot. She's not doing interviews because of... Um, because she's still standing by and, and she's she's not allowed to say anything. So she's just giving messages. Let me see this. McKee's Dilemma writes Kathy Gregg. He has his own chief of staff, Anthony Silva, former Cumberland Police DMV chief. He makes 148. Ramundo has David Ortiz. What's a champion explainer? Ramundo's big picture. He makes 193. Somebody's going. I don't think he keeps the Ramundo. I think he keeps the Ramundo person. There's bad blood. There is bad blood. There is real bad blood between those two. What else I seen? Tom Brady has the house to himself with his family out of town. 12 days of preparation alone. He's never had that much time to prepare his mind and body. The more film I watch, the more I understand. So the Brady family had to leave the house so he can get ready for the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, all right, let me play the Governor Raimondo message to everyone. I feel I should. So this is the... Uh, Rhode Island, Gina Raimondo, Governor Raimondo, message to all of you. I'll play it. This could be one of her last messages other than Monday night, Wednesday night she's doing the State of the State. The snow is starting to fall, and it's going to get bad later today. The snow is going to get heavier as the day goes on. So I'm asking you, if you're able to stay home today, please do so. Now, if you've already gone into work... Consider leaving early if you can. The roads are going to be dangerous late in the afternoon and the evening, and it'll be a very difficult, potentially dangerous commute. So maybe go home at lunchtime, maybe go home early in the afternoon. I'm asking employers, please let your folks leave early today. Let them get out of the office or out of the factory before the snow starts coming. I want everyone to know we're prepared for the storm. I'm in constant contact with the EMA. We've stood up our command center. State police are ready to go. And our DOT is ready to go. The sand trucks, the salt trucks are already out there. We're also in touch with National Grid. We expect there may be some power outages, but we're prepared for every scenario. Right now, we have about 500 plows out on the roads or ready to go all throughout the night. We set aside 60,000 tons of salt, and a tractor-trailer van went into effect at 5 o'clock this morning. If you do lose power, National Grid assures us they're ready. You can call 800-465-1212. Take some precautions now. Um, Get the flashlights ready. Make sure your cell phones are charged. If you know somebody who's homebound or elderly, check in on them now and make sure that they have a plan. I want to thank all the first responders and medical personnel who are going to work throughout the storm. All state employees and, and folks on the roads working for us. I want to thank you. And I would ask everyone in Rhode Island, stay up to date. Uh, check out my social media pages throughout the day, as well as the social media pages of state agencies. So it's a winter storm. It's coming. It's going to be bad. Try to stay home or get home before the snow starts. Check in on your loved ones. Stay inside and stay safe and know we're ready for whatever Mother Nature sends our way. Thank you. Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. 
outside her east side home. No protesters there. She recorded that early this morning. So, uh, earlier, I should say, a little bit earlier in the day, late morning, I believe. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, now remember, you hear me mention my website, dePietro.com. I encourage you to visit the website. If you would like to, right now, it's 147 on this snowy Monday, February 1st. If you would like to reach me, an easy, direct way to do it is to go to the website, petro.com and then you scroll down on the right hand side you'll see contact john hello there i am and then just click that and it's a direct email to me and also we have some great sponsors on the website as well and one of them that we have who is uh is just terrific is in fact it's relaxed souls s-o-l-e-s reflexology with lisa wood now listen on this monday Maybe you're having some different pain in different parts of your body. Contact Reflexology, Lisa Wood. You can call or text her at 401-742-6621. Now, on the website, it's a direct link. So even if you're listening right now and you're like, boy, that sounds good. I want to check that out. Reflexology, it's different from massage because it works from the inside out uses acupressure points and meridians stimulate the body to heal itself it's the application of pressure to areas on the feet or the hands and it's generally relaxing can alleviate stress so reflexology with lisa wood deep relaxed healing from inside out it will also boost your immune function face ear hands and feet And Lisa looks to make the whole person making alternative advice to healing. And it's just terrific. You can uh, link right through at the website, dipetro.com. Relax Souls, S-O-L-E-S, Reflexology, Lisa Wood, or call or text her 401-742-6621. Now, right now it's 148. Good afternoon, 149, excuse me, 149. It's John DePietro on AM 1380. In 99.9 FM. Now, you can always listen online at the uh, at the website, dipetro.com. Now, there was a press briefing earlier, and I want to play where uh, Jen Saki was being asked. Um, let's see. Jen Saki uh, was being asked about President Trump. And not being on Twitter as much anymore. So, and she basically said that, now keep in mind, the um, uh, the Biden, I mean, President Biden is, is nowhere. Talk about like being underground. He is just, talk about, you know, you can't be any more under the radar than he is right now. And it, But it is, to me, it's a little bit, what I thought it would be, which is you don't have her, um, you you don't have Biden out front more. He he's uh, he's using it. He's using his press person to handle everything and taking a much lower key approach. So she was asked about about President Trump, um, how not how he's not and and she basically was kind of dismissive saying that we we're just glad that we don't have to really deal with him i can't say we miss him on twitter asked about the ban asked about trump's absence from twitter she said this may be hard to believe but we don't spend a lot of time talking or thinking about president trump former president trump they haven't made a decision about uh white house has not yet made a decision about continuing his access to intelligent briefings that's interesting. So the current White House is reviewing whether or not to revoke President Trump's access to intelligence briefings, typically granted to former presidents. That's interesting. Um, let's hear a little bit. This is press secretary on him meeting with the GOP senators. He's engaging with both. Well, we, this is not true. We haven't had any type of uh, unity in any way. Is it going to be negotiating? Is he going to be prepared to counter anything the Republicans might offer? 
or is it just a session where, you know, they ask to meet with the president and he's simply giving them an opportunity to voice their concerns? Well, the president has been clear since long before he came into office that he's open to engaging with both Democrats and Republicans in Congress about their ideas. And this is an example of doing exactly that. So as we said in our statement last night, it's an exchange of of ideas, an opportunity to do that. This group obviously sent a letter uh, with some outlines, some top lines of of their um, concerns and their priorities, and he's happy to uh, have a conversation with them. What this meeting is not is a forum for the president to make or accept an offer. Uh, So I think that's important uh, to convey to all of you. Uh, And his view, it remains uh, what uh, was stated in the statement last night, but also what he said on Friday, which is that the risk is not that it is uh, too big, this package. The risk is that it is too small. Uh, And that remains his view, and it's one he'll certainly express today. You know, it's it's talk about a difference between her and uh, Kaylee McEnany, that's for sure. She is, um, and also, how about the fact, talk about frauds. Here's the uh, the thing about President Trump. Let me uh, play that. I'm curious whether you think. Here we go. Uh, as you know, President Trump has been barred from a lot of social media sites. I'm curious whether you think his absence has made your job any easier or the White House's job any easier as it kind of goes forward on these COVID negotiations. In what way? Uh, he'd create a lot of noise, right? He, uh, he, would, he would have certain gravitational pull with Republicans who may be, um, may be more inclined to take a harder position. I wonder if that's been anything that you guys have thought about or, or kind of considered. Maybe hard to believe. We don't spend a lot of time talking about or thinking about President Trump here. Former President Trump, uh, to, to be very clear. Um, I think that's a question that's probably more appropriate for Republican members um, who um, are looking for ways to support a bipartisan package uh, and whether that gives them space. But I can't say we miss him on Twitter. Does President Biden support the continuing ban of, of, of President Trump on their sites? I think that's a decision made by Twitter. We, we've certainly spoken to, and he's spoken to, um, the need for social media platforms to continue to take steps to reduce hate speech. Um, but we don't have more for you on it than that. You know, it's wrong. I'm telling you right now, it's wrong. He's, he, why is he he's not even being allowed to communicate with us? Well, good afternoon. It's Monday, and it is a major snowstorm. Now, we're going to have the news coming up at 2 o'clock, top of the hour. But this is going to go on for quite some time. It is going to snow, actually, for the next, well, maybe 24 hours. Heavy snow this afternoon into this evening. It's then going to turn over to slush. You really want to try to get wherever you're going to go. You want to get there by 3 o'clock. This portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, remember, if you're in an accident today or tomorrow... Or Wednesday or Thursday, if you're ever in an accident or maybe you already were and your vehicle was damaged and you need to get it repaired, my advice to you is to call West Fountain Auto Body. I suggest and I ask you, call them 401-272-3340. Four words, West Fountain Auto Body. They'll repair your vehicle, showroom-like condition, 401 272 3340-401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Again, if you're in an accident, they're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. It can be a hassle if you get your car damaged. But if in the snow and ice, someone damages your car, you're in some kind of a collision, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. So for the remaining part of the afternoon, now right now it's 1.55. By the way, tomorrow we have a great guest, Andy Nigo. He has written a book about Antifa. He is tremendous. He has covered them like no one else. He's going to be my special guest tomorrow at 12.30. Tomorrow at 12.30, Andy Nigo, an exclusive right here on the John DePietro Show. You do not want to miss it. If you are intrigued about... The Proud Boys, if you're intrigued about Antifa, Antifa, Black Lives, all the protest movements, you want to hear Andy tomorrow. He has an explosive new book. It is incredible to read. Uh, I haven't put it down since he sent it to me, and I'm very happy for him. The guy is really talented. You want to talk about putting your life on the line. Holy cow, what he has gone through. 
is uh, is really remarkable um, with what how they have gone after him and made his life just like hell. But he is um, a really interesting guy, and we're going to uh, talk to him tomorrow. Andy and I go; they'll be right here on the John DePietro show, and uh, I'm very excited about the interview. And we'll have everything for you tomorrow as we'll go through it. So now, folks, looking at the afternoon, again, it's 157. Uh, coming up is going to be the 2 o'clock news, then the John Dion program. Now, the snow, there could be over a foot of snow tomorrow when we get together at 11 o'clock. John DePietro Show, weekdays, 11 to 2, a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, right now, it's 157. And coming up is going to be the 2 o'clock news but over the next couple of hours, I, I'm just telling you, I think if you can, you want to, wherever you're going to be for the rest of the afternoon and tonight, I'm saying I suggest you get there by 3 o'clock. Now, I, all right, 3 o'clock, 3.30, but it's, it's going to start to, when you're talking like two inches an hour, that's a lot of snow. That's a lot of snow. That's whiteout conditions. It's very, very heavy. There are going to be accidents. They want you to stay off the roads. And then the more people get off the, stay off the roads, the more they can treat the roads. So tomorrow morning, if you don't have to, I mean, I would recommend not going on the roads. If there's a way that tomorrow you could work from home or maybe go in in the afternoon or go in a little bit later. But especially this afternoon is the big thing. And especially later tonight, uh, you do not want to be on the road from... Five or four o'clock to nine o'clock, and certainly not after five. You do not want to be on the road. It's going to be tough going, and that's where there's going to be accidents. There's no reason. I think it's good with the pandemic we've learned. I also just want to mention this, this last cut that I just played. It's wrong. The social media bias, the fact that President Trump is not allowed on Twitter or Facebook, I am telling you it's wrong. I like hearing from him. He has every right. This business of, well, you can't have hate speech, I don't go along with it, folks. I do not go along with it in any way. And neither should you, by the way. And neither should you. So, again, now right now it's one fifty nine. You are listening to the John DePietro. We have the uh, 2 o'clock news coming up on this uh, snowy Monday. February has arrived. And uh, the John Dion program is next. Leave it right here. Full uh, storm afternoon. And then uh, John Dean, I'm sure John will be taking your phone calls. So, again, it's John DePietro. Now, listen, stay safe on this Monday. Do yourself a favor. I mean, I know some people will just go about and they always say, ah, it's nothing. I have four-wheel drive. But it sounds like it's going to be pretty bad late this afternoon. And, uh, and that's where people get delayed in traffic. So stay tuned. Two o'clock news coming up. Join me tomorrow at 11 and then a very special program tomorrow with Andy Nigo. Visit the website, depetro.com if you want to. WNRI One Socket, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, W260DC.